0: Hey, it's Matt Leon, and we have a bonus episode of one-on-one for you. Jere Elder was a star defensive back at Division II Westchester University, a true playmaker in the Golden Rams secondary. Well, these days he is still playing football. He graduated a few years ago, and now he is making an impact for the New Orleans breakers of the USFL. Caught up with Elder to talk about his football journey, which included a stint overseas, and we also talk about the grind of the USFL, look back on some of his favorite Westchester memories and more give a listen first of all sir thanks so much for the time
1: yeah man thank you for having me on the show
0: so to start this is year two for you in the USFL and I know you guys are off to a great start and kind of uh this is kind of the grind of the season now just kind of going week by week now
1: yeah um coach flip coming into the season he kind of had that um, outlook on the season anyway just trying to take it week by week and grow and get better um this is first year as a head coach as we know and like a lot of new pieces that we had to the team so just taking it week by week and game by game and just getting better and improving as a unit all around
0: how has the league improved from year one to year two i mean i don't care what level what you're doing the first year of something there's going to be you know some things that work some things that don't work how has life changed in year two how is it different
1: um only having two teams in each hub i feel like we've benefited from a lot as far as organizationally because like last year having all eight teams down here in birmingham it was it was kind of tough like there's times that were overlapped with strength training and practice times, bus times, going to and from practice, things would get a little bit tougher, but now there's only two of us. It's a lot less confusion. I feel like it's a lot I'm not gonna say easier in the leagues. I don't think it's anything easy that they're trying to get accomplished, but I think it's going a lot more smoothly this year in that aspect.
0: So this is been quite a journey for you. I think you went over to Italy and played yeah. football. You did a little coaching. What has the journey been like to kind of you know chase this professional football dream i mean obviously you've got the mental toughness and the stick to you know but what's it like to be in the middle of it
1: yeah i mean everybody's journey is different coming out of college i was fortunate enough to have a really good college career so i'm thinking like everybody else my age coming out of college with football is thinking that I had a career that i had I think you're going to the NFL right and no one kind of prepares you for life if that doesn't work out so you know i have a bunch of friends and family that play in the NFL so I, I kind of only seen the success side of it. I didn't see the kind of, all right, what if you come home and you don't have a job? Like, what, are you, what does life look like now? So I had things I had to figure out coming out of school. Like I said, NFL thing didn't happen right away. I went into working for a company, working in management at a company, a warehouse company, and I just knew it wasn't for me. I knew I still had my passion. I knew I still wanted to go and continue to play. And so a couple of teams in Europe have reached out, and then I think a team in Brazil and somewhere – I think um, the team in Mexico may reach out to me. And I, at first I was like, I'm not going over there to play football. You know what I mean? it's. I think that has like a negative thing behind it. And it's not really negative at all. It's one of the best experiences of my life. Um, I wish more people would take the opportunity to do it, um, especially people in my shoes. So I took the opportunity, went over there to play. And then I got a call to play for Tech at Trello in the spring league while I was over there. So after two games over there, I get that call, made a tough decision to leave the team and come back home to play back home down in Houston. Did that, and then was kind of sitting around again for a year. You started hearing rumors of the USFL popping up, but nothing was like for sure set in stone. We didn't know what it was going to look like, and my agent at, of the time was just saying like, hey, just stay ready. You don't know what's going what's gonna to come from it, and I, that's just what I did. I stayed ready. The original draft the USFL ends up going by. Again, don't hear anything up from it, so then they had the supplemental draft, I think, like a month or two after the original draft. And honestly, I wasn't really talking to any teams at all. My agent said a couple of teams had reached out to him, but he didn't know like what it looked like. So still, again, just working and staying ready. And then the supplemental draft, like toward like not the end. Well, yeah, toward the end of the draft, I mean, seventh or eighth round, I get a call from the breakers and they hey, we select you in the supplemental draft. Get ready. And my parents, especially my mom, she's a big stressor. So she's stressed out not knowing what's going to happen. Why, why didn't my baby get the call yet? You know what I mean? And I just told her uh, we were leaving. I think my niece's basketball game or my nephew's basketball game that night. I just looked at her. I said, God has a plan. Like if you, if you're going to choose to stress over something, then you're choosing to not believe. And my mom's a strong believer, but I was like, you just got to believe in what God has going for me. If he wants this to be my life, it's going to happen. And literally as soon as I get done saying that, we pull into my parents' driveway, my phone rings and I get the call. So. It's been a blessing to be here. I've been around great coaches last year and great coaches this year, too. Great players all around. The competition in this league, I think it's overlooked in some aspects, but after almost 100 guys last year got signed, I think people are starting to understand that this is real deal football. So, um, yeah, it's been been a crazy journey, but I wouldn't trade it for the world.
0: You talked about that, you know, everybody has the NFL dream coming out of college, especially all the success you had at Westchester. How much has and I don't ask this question that you didn't appreciate getting to play football at first but kind of battling like this and and going through all this and going overseas and trying the everything how much does it make you appreciate getting to go out there every weekend and pursue your dream at the professional level
1: yeah it makes me appreciate it a lot man because there's days like in any job and any profession where it's like man it's a little tougher to get up today it's a little tougher to go into the office today. I get up every day at five o'clock and I'm in the, I'm in the facility by six thirty every day. And I normally leave the facility by six. So like just those days, is, it's a grind, you know what I mean? And you gotta, there's times where you just gotta get yourself through it. And I kind of said it, I think last week we were breaking down to one huddle with just the DBs. And I was like, just, just remember how I felt when all of us are at one point we're sitting at home on a couch, waiting for a call, waiting for opportunity you never know when your phone's going to ring. You never know when the opportunity's going to come. But when you're called on, you got to be there. So it's just continually to remind myself about it, um, about where I was. And I, honestly, I, I struggled with it. My first year out of school, it was tough to even watch football. You put on NFL games, put on college games, and the animosity starts to come out. And you start looking like, I can do what that guy does. This guy's not better than me. And like, I wasn't necessarily verbalizing the things, but it was definitely thoughts in my mind, thoughts in my head. So it, it's a lot tougher than people will make it seem. but yeah, definitely just appreciate it day in and day out and be thankful that God put me in the space that I am to go out and perform and do what I love.
0: We will have more of this bonus episode of one-on-one on One with former Westchester University football star Jere Elder right after this. This is one-on-one. On One. And we are back on this bonus episode of One on One, continuing our conversation with former Westchester University football star Jeray Elder, who now plays for the New Orleans Breakers of the USFL. What are some of your favorite Westchester memories? And in addition to that, how did your time at Westchester prepare you for where you are now?
1: Westchester is a great place. I had a couple of divisional offers coming out of school and I'm so happy those didn't work out. I'm so happy I ended up going to Westchester to be a Golden Ram, being able to play with my brother, Jarrell, there for, we played with three years there. So that was, that was a true blessing being able to be on a field with him, same field. And I make a play on defense. He turns around gets the ball, I run it back and go and score and just little things like that. I'll never forget. I know one time that we were playing Shippensburg and we were down. I had caught a pick coming across the middle. I returned it to about the 15th and uh, like I'm all hype. My brother's the first one like celebrating with me on the sideline. He gets in for his first carrier of that series. He takes it in for a touchdown. He comes to the sideline. He's like shaking me while my coach trying to talk to me. He's shaking me like, that's on you. It's on you. Like you made that happen. Blah, blah, blah like screaming in my face. So definitely there's a bunch of memories of my brother there, <laughs> hitting them in practice, going against each other in practice him always making our defense better. But probably the peak of it all is winning the PSAC title of my junior year. It's something that Bill Zwan is super deserving of, and we definitely wanted to get it for him. And then the, that senior class that we were able to win that for, too, they were a great senior class. Guys like uh, Tyler Morrissey, Nadir Rouse, Shaq, Kwani, like all those dudes, they kind of helped, especially Shaq and Nah, they kind of helped a player, helped me become the player I am today. Early on in college, I was like, lift, lift, lift. I got to be the strongest man on the field, the strongest man in the weight room. And they kind of brought the aspect of like, if you can be the strongest man in the weight room, but if your feet, if your feet suck, your feet suck. And as a DB, having great feet or everything. So they were having me on the field, doing different things, driving out to Philly to work out with them and stuff like that. So the, that class was great. So winning that title was huge. And what Westchester prepared me for, um, Gerald Tony, my defensive back, he put a lot on our plates and our secondary. So he gave us tools we could use and put on our tool belt. But at the end of the day, in practice or game, he let us make the decisions and kind of of how we wanted to do things. Like he gave us calls, but our calls, our play calls and everything had so much more built into it. And being back there, I kind of got to run a defense. how I want to, I'm not saying I run a defense now by any means. Our coach makes the calls and we play the calls here, but, as far as seeing formations and being able to vocalize to my teammates. Hey, I see this while we're on the field playing. Oh, I see this. I know this route concepts coming out of film breakdown and everything that I do. It's been huge because as much film as I watched in college, I probably watch a little bit more now because I have a little more time than I did then, but I still use the same tools and breaking down stuff as far as alignments and different, uh, Cues that receivers, O-line, and quarterbacks will give me. So Westchester and uh, Gerald Tony did a great job in getting me ready for where I'm at now. Is the
0: NFL still a dream? Do you feel like this is a, le- a legitimate stepping stone that if you continue to perform well, that, that that door can open for you?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's still it's in the back of my mind every day. Uh, I think about it at the end of the day. Get into the NFL isn't going to happen today. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen next week. I have to come in every day at work and work as hard as I can to continue to grow to that player that NFL team sees me fitting into their scheme. I would love for that to happen. Having the opportunity to play and put my family name on my back and make that happen for not only me, but my family, my kids, like all of us to put our name at that level would be huge for me. I'm not going to say I hang everything on it like if it was to not happen. I'll still be happy with where I've been so far, but I'm always hungry for more. Being a professional athlete, you, you can't have an empty plate. You always got to be hungry and continue to eat. So that's kind of my outlook on it.
0: Final question. How have the last several years, the football and the journey kind of helped shape you as a man, just beyond football and getting the opportunity, but going going overseas, traveling all over the place, chasing this, you know, dealing with some disappointment, then the phone ringing out of nowhere. Like, How has it shaped you as a man, as a person?
1: Yeah, I feel like trying to chase this professional dream has actually brought me a lot closer to God. I um like younger. As a young kid, you, you just kind of do things. There's no like necessarily rhyme or reason that I wasn't to not to say I didn't have faith, but I wasn't as strong in my faith as I am now. And just kind of letting things be out of my hands and let just kind of follow God and where he's where he wants me to be. I always pray like God if this is what's for me, just continue to show me and He's done nothing but that. He continues to show me that this is exactly I'm exactly in the space that he wants me to be. So I feel like it's brought me closer to God. And I also feel like it's made me a lot more patient. (laughs) If you ask my family and close friends, like being a young kid, I had like an attitude and my patience wasn't and that's something I still need to work on, but my patience would get it was real short. Like I wasn't super patient and now I have a three year old and an eight month old. So that's another part of the patience as well. But being a lot more patient with not only myself, but the people around me, things aren't going to happen as fast as I wanted to. And then I've gotten better at, at understanding that, like even with my kids talking, walking, crawling, things like that. You got to just let things happen. And that's life. And that's with the football. Um, play on the field play off the field getting a call you never know when it's going to happen you never know what the day is going to look like tomorrow just take everything day by day and enjoy the time that you have because everybody has a clock that's ticking so just enjoying the time here and and loving it and being patient with myself and loving what I do I I like I said I want to trade my process with anybody because it's truly made me the man I am today and I'm extremely thankful for that
0: that will do it for this bonus episode of One on One. Many thanks to Jeray Elder for carving out some time for the conversation. Now, you can follow the show on Twitter at One on One Pod. You can follow me on Twitter as well at MattLeon1060. Thanks so much for listening.